Hi, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast, Raising Asian Teens. Resist the roar. I'm Jeannie Chang, licensed marriage and family therapist with four kids ages 13 to 19. And I'm Sandra Boulay, career and communications coach, a family attorney by background, and I have four kids ages 15 through 21. Yeah, I cracked up because you hesitated there. No. <laughs> so together we're raising <laughs> seven kids. Some days we don't like to think seven. that we're raising seven, seven. kids together. Yes. Yeah, seven, seven, kids seven, together. seven. Exactly. So today, welcome back. We're going to be um, talking about for episode 11, de-stress, not distress. De-stress, I love that title. not distress. Yeah. <laughs> I love so that I want to be clear and say that again. Exactly. <laughs> but before we get into that episode, we'll be talking about last week's episode, Show Me the Money. Uh, yeah, so we have fun talking about this one, right? The yes, we did. Mm-hmm. And and can I share a proud mommy moment with you? Of course. Uh, Always have problems. Um, so I have a daughter in college and, um, you know, getting into, of course, this uh, spring semester, uh, we we looked at the, the, the bill and actually owed uh, still a few hundred dollars on, uh, on her uh, tuition. And she said, Mom... I will take care of it. And she says, I'm so glad I worked over the winter break and I have a few hundred bucks and I will take care of it. And I was like, wow. Wow. (laughs) Impressive. That was a proud mommy moment in terms of, you know, kids being responsible or having a stake in what they're doing and, and, and understanding the value of money and just, you know, being in charge. And I think that that made me really happy in knowing that she's learning you know, responsibility, especially with a financial responsibility early on. So I love uh, that. Um, yeah. and, and that's, that is a proud mommy moment. So can your daughter talk to my daughter? <laughs> Cause she's still learning. No, but like, as we shared last week with our listeners that it's always good to talk about it with your kids, be yeah. have open communication about money and, you know, just the, just, I guess your, uh, I guess values around it and, um, the things that you want to see happen and some boundaries. And so it's always about a constant communication, right? Um, so that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. I'm learning from that. So I hope I have a proud mommy moment on that soon. Mm. I think it's important. <laughs> it was, me money. it was, a, it was, a, it was a surprise for sure. Well, that's sure, awesome. But it's still a very proud mommy moment. Yes. Well, that's cool. So, I mean, moving on because our money can always relate to stress, but today we're going to be talking about de-stress, D-E stress, not distress. So. I have a lot to say. How to manage, right? How Mm -hmm. to manage your child's stress. Yeah. And And your own. Yes. And our own. (laughs) But mostly, I think, our children, right? And and one of the things that I I know for sure is that when I see my own kids break out, you know, especially during high school or exams or AP exams time, you know, I know they're... Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Pimples. I know they're very very stressed and you know that is just one of many indications right of stress so maybe this is a a great topic for you and maybe you can share with our listeners a little bit more you know an idea of what you know what is stress yeah so don't stress out I'm done no I'm kidding (laughs) um yeah I mean oh Sandra you know I have a lot to say right this is um you know, relation to, I guess, also being anxious, right? Anxiety has a lot to do with it. And so there's a lot I could share, but I guess de-stress is the main point here because um, you don't want to be in distress. And there are times when the stress level does get high 
and then one can become distressed like your kids and no parent wants to see i mean it is hard seeing your kids with what what extra pimples on their face um yeah i totally know that because i grew up having like a pimple right on my nose by the way like right (laughs) front and center i'd be like seriously but but yeah i mean and and here's the bottom line and i think i share this all the time anxiety is contagious right so it's like a a virus spreading through the household we know that Mm. so when you're you know when your kid's stressed or anxious basically is that the bottom emotion behind it yes you of course feel it as a parent even if they're not telling you anything you can feel it you know what i mean right it's just you can infiltrate into entire household (laughs) that feeling right yeah i I think as yeah as 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 a as a mom i think that we are uh, very much aware of our kids, right? Mm-hmm. We're the experts with our our kids, and I think we know for sure uh, when uh, when their moods change. Especially we uh, if we pay attention, <laughs> we pay oh, attention. Yeah. And I think for me, one of the most surprising things for me was when my son was in as a freshman, and he came home and he was sharing with me how one of his friends. Um, was so stressed that she was cutting herself. And that was really the first time I heard of this cutting. I was like, what what is cutting me? And and um, so for me, uh, we're laughing about the pimples and or the breakout, but mm-hmm. there's so many more um, serious signs um, when Definitely. a child does um, come under stress. So I guess that's why for me, it, this topic, as we start off laughing, is really a very serious topic, right? So it what is, are some of the signs? That. All right. right. What are some of the yeah. signs that you can look at and you know, besides your child breaking out, that your child may be under a lot of stress, especially academic stress? Yeah. And here, and here's the bottom line that to get to that, to really answer that appropriately would be number one, you must early on, even from now, I don't care how old your kids are, whether young, some of the parents might be listening who have younger kids, not necessarily teenagers yet. You must communicate with your kids. I mean, the bottom line is let's, th- let's think back quickly to the way we grew up. You know, I don't know about you, Sandra, but I couldn't sit there telling my parents necessarily I was stressed. I definitely showed it for sure. Right. I mean, no kid can really hide it. I was stressed about doing well in school and then the pressure and uh, all the stuff. Right. But what was difficult and what happened, what happens to get someone in distress, D I S T R E S S the actual distress you don't want to see, for example, the cutting is when you cannot talk about it or when Mm. it becomes right. When it becomes so overwhelming, you're, you're really pent up inside. That's the cutting is really a symptom of, you know, a larger problem of feeling overwhelmed and that's the best way to cope. It is not a healthy way to cope. Of course, no one denies that, but, it's also very common and I'm not one to say, you know, I'm not trying to downplay it, but a lot of people do it these days. It's the newest thing to do. That sounds terrible, but we have to be aware when you see that happen, here's the bottom line parents. Hopefully you won't see that happen, but if you do, you cannot freak out. Okay. So that's why I want you to listen to this and say, you're going to freak out internally and you may show Mm -hmm. some distress. It's okay. Show that because you should show show some normalness to your kid going, okay, that is not good. I am very upset that I see this, that you're cutting or what is this? What are you doing? Number one, when I say communicate, unlike our, maybe our um, nonverbal Asian parents growing up, please talk. And so I would even say point blank, 
this is gonna be very uncomfortable for the parent, but that's okay because you'll be so upset seeing this, is you actually ask. You know, you may already know, I think that's cutting in my head. Don't assume, you ask. Say, did you just cut yourself? Or what is this? Why is this scissor here? You know, what is that mark? I don't like that mark. Now, there is a way of saying it so you're not accusatory, but it's okay to show some emotion because I think what happens is, what happens when I see it is when parents talk about it to me or talk about it to somebody else and not to their own kid. Can you actually leave that? That does happen. Kids mm. like the parents, and, and here's the other thing. Parents will freak out. Hey, I'm not telling, I'm actually telling your listeners. Yeah, you probably will freak out. It will upset you. But I will say, show some normalcy that you're so upset about it for your kid, but then you got to talk to them, right? You got to say, what's going on? I have to help you. This is not good. I don't want you to cut. I mean, the normal things that you would say, but I also need you to also keep your distress in check. So I just threw a lot of things out there, but remember I said anxiety is contagious. So the minute you show so much distress yourself, what's going to happen? Yeah. It just, you know, makes it worse, I, right? I, you know, what I'm hearing from you and, and, and what I really heard loudly from you is, is the word symptom, right? It is just a mm. symptom of things that are going on. And so as a parent and as an ex- expert um, of your child, the key, I think, is actually having that talk and telling and showing your child, I notice you, right? I notice, I see that you are hurting. I see that you're having these headaches. I see that, you know, you're not eating. I see that you're not sleeping. I see these things about you. And then starting the conversation, you know, what is going on? What is, um, you know, um, what uh, are you stressed? What are you stressed about? You know, is it a particular subject? Is it a particular person? Is is it something's going on? And I think part of it is you as a parent having to take the initiative to start that communication. Oh, and that's completely. what I hear from you. Yes, thank, thank, thanks for that great sum up. And I love how you even gave examples of open-ended questions. Try parents to ask those questions where you just don't get a yes/no answer. Be very specific, like what's stressing you out. And I will say, and I want, and I'm going to make this clear: stress manifests early on, meaning in young kids. So even if you're listening in and you're you're thinking, oh yeah, I'm getting some good feedback on when my kids are teens. As young as like, wait, as long as you're, as young as your kids can talk, you can see stress. You kind of know it. It's just, it just may not be mm. what you call it. You may call it a temper tantrum or whatever, but it's something distressful going on, meaning like they're upset or they're frustrated. Even kindergartners can show signs of a huge amount of stress. You know, kindergarten's a big transition, right? I'm making that clear because I'm emphasizing to parents, you can talk very early on with their kids. Don't wait till they're teenagers when they can speak, you know, full conversations with you. No, not at all. When your child can communicate verbally, you can definitely share. And and cutting is a tough subject. So I, I don't want to stay on that. And that is yeah. a symptom. You're right. It is a symptom. Um, but the main thing so is... So I think first yeah. of all, then, is, you know, making sure that you pay attention and you communicate and you ask the questions when you you know, you see, you see some signs that worry you, you're the parent, ask the questions. I, I, you know, that's what I hear from you. And I think for me, asking the questions, um, is, is the, the, you know, one of the many steps that we can do as parents. Um, I think 
um, as someone who is, you know, a 1.5 generation coming here. Um, I think it's also very important as parents, as we have a lot of new immigrants or second or third generation is understanding and really knowing and seeing things from your kid's perspective about what kind of academic stress they are under at this day and age. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I would want to go through college again. It's very difficult. to. It's harder than ever to get into college, right? Um, You're right. Academic stress is probably, of course, the top, especially when you enter high school and you're thinking all about college and everything is about grades and tests. So, yeah, I think the question is, um, I always like to say this to parents and tell me and what you think about this, Sandra, is Remember I mentioned anxiety is contagious. So yeah, if your kid's stressed, you're stressed. If you're stressed, trust me, your kid's feeling it, right? Or your kid. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you can't yeah. hide it. This is a family. Um, so my thing is also parents, look at yourself. So yes, we're trying to help our kids, but sometimes their stress manifests because we're kind of exuding that or, or we're, maybe we're stressed about their academics. So then they're like, oh, yeah, I need to get stressed about my academics. Am I making sense? We're almost yes. like, yeah, projecting it onto our kids. And then they're like, yeah, I'm stressed out too about college. Because that's all mom talks about, right? I mean, example, right? That's been our life, right, the past year. But, yeah, we have to keep ourselves in check, parents. I do it all the time to myself going, oh, my gosh, let me breathe. <laughs> we can practice breathing. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, Sandra. And so, so for me. So I'm going to, you know, part of what you're saying is that we are as parents also need to, uh, to be model modeling the right behavior in handling stress. And that's that's a great word. And, and modeling, how do we handle stress well so that our kids can follow us. And then like you say, um, stress is contagious. So if we're anxious, they're going to be anxious. And and if they're anxious, we're going to be anxious and it'll just, uh, you know, never ending circle. Mm -hmm. And I think for me as a parent, what I have to remind myself is that all the things my kids are going through, I did not have to go through when I was in high school or, or applying for colleges. Right now, the kids have to have these very impressive extracurricular activities. They have to be like super level or they have to be great leaders. They have to, um, you know, like start a business or they have to do something (laughs) really extraordinary (laughs) while they maintain a 4.0 and, you know, score 1500s on their SATs or, you know, a 32, 33, 35, 36 on their ACTs. Wow, okay, my heart's populating out today now. Getting me stressed out. No, I you're know. right. It's, but, it's, you're but totally it's right. Really, yeah, it, it is. And, and even applying to colleges, they have to even know what they're good at at a very early age to get the relevant experience. You know, if I'm going to go to computer side and, you know, should I be already learning this coding, you know, when I'm a ninth grader or 10th grader, it's ridiculous the amount of stress, academic stress kids are under today in order to get to a top college and I think for parents we all have to keep that in mind and kind of like resist our roar to say oh, okay you know I expect this from you you said it perfectly and, and that's hard resist yeah. the roar y'all <laughs> that's hard, right? no you're right it's very hard <laughs> that's um, really hard that's really hard it is really hard and I'm not going to really pivot from that because to continue what you're saying but de-stress that's in our title, right? Yeah, so my main yeah. point, and um, I think our message really is 
stress is a part of life. I mean, let's let's. Sandra just went through a list of things that yeah. our kids are facing. It is a part of life. They're going to be managing through that. So, but the thing is, my concern is not the fact that you're stressed out. The sounds, you know, I'm not trying to sound all cold. Oh, I don't care your stress, Sandra. No, that's not what I mean. What I mean to say is, um, yeah, you're stressed. Makes sense. There's a lot going on. Raising kids, it's tough, right? But how you manage the stress or how you work through it is what I try to do or what we hope that you can manage well. That's why it's called de-stress. We, we have to figure out ways to de-stress our stress, not get rid of it. Um, there's ways of getting rid of it through the things you're going to be doing to de-stress. But I, I make that clear to people because sometimes people are even scared of feeling stress. And I'm like, why? Because, and that's what happens. That's when you start almost being scared of feeling anxious or stress under a normal emotion, you know what happens? You get distressed because you're like, oh my gosh, because you don't want to feel it. So a lot of teens today, they are under extreme amount of stress. And I will say to them, and I and a lot of them take it when I'm like, hey, uh, it makes sense you're stressed out because uh, no offense, college is really hard. You know, I don't want to be applying to college now. You have a lot to be stressed about. So I emphasize their stress, but then I say, so yes, make sense you're like this however this is what we can do to manage it or here's what we have to do to manage it am i making sense yes you are and <laughs> and so the, it but i guess the end of the day is what is the right amount of stress and if you that level is too high then of course bad things can result so yes, how do you that's when it becomes distressful in check right yeah, how do keep how do how do you keep things in uh, perspective or just the right amount? And what as uh, what can you as a parent do, you know, to help your kids in terms of managing stress? So that's you know that's my question. Yeah, what's so good, I think I would go. Twofold. What's a good thing that have worked for you? <laughs> yeah, I would say twofold, and I really do put this on the parents before you approach your child when you want to help them through their stress or a particular situation. I need you to look at yourselves first, right? Because there's no way it's it's not you're not going to be effective when you walk into the room and you go, I just saw you saw a storm in right now, and it's I know you're really stressed out, but meanwhile, what you're really exuding is you're stressed out, right? Because you saw your kid storm in and it stresses you out, going, oh my gosh, what happened today? Something happened, you know, he got frightened with a friend or, or he got in trouble in school. Am I, am I making sense? So keep your emotions in check first. Look at what's going on with you. I mean, it's being mindful, right? And then, and then definitely as you figure out, oh, I, yeah, definitely what I'm stressed about. I'm worried about my kid uh, because lately he's been struggling or, you know what? My son got all these pimples and I know it's stressing him out this, this job interview. Just giving an example, go in and then speak. Yes. I would love for you to use verbal skills. We are for 1.5 second generation. We're a little bit more skilled than our parents to actually ask questions like you had mentioned, Sandra, earlier, the open-ended questions and be very specific. I noticed you walking in, you slammed the door and then you completely snapped at me. What's going on? What's stressing you? Because that looked stressful. Does that make sense? You definitely mm. look stressed out. Why not be very blunt about observations? Don't accuse them. Don't be like, I didn't like the way you did. No, that, that's later on. That's a discipline issue. This is more about you observe them the way they walked in or the way they, you know, snapped at you on the phone, a snappy text. You bring it up. You say, that sounded, you know, snappy. I'm just, I'm just wondering, I mean, were you stressed about something I said? What's stressing you? Okay. So I, cause I just did yes or no question. So it's very difficult to find those open ended questions, but you're trying to open up like this 
the what do you call it? like um you don't want them holding it in right when they become distressed it's like a dam they're holding up the water what the water flow right you don't want them to all of a sudden break the dam and your water water's flowing no i want it to be a slow moving what do you call stream i'm trying to be metaphorical here where you are constantly <laughs> you know the stream makes these sounds where it's constantly flowing that's what it should look like in your household stress may be constantly flowing but you are addressing it each step of the way so it really was what you said communicativeness right. questions openness yeah. right it's I, and i it's i challenging. think yeah i think again at the end of the day it is how you handle it right when you are the rock and you stay calm and you are the person what well, you're the adult right you need to be the adult for your kids i, I think that's the key is that i love that parent. that's exactly you need right to be the parent for your kids so in, in in you know whatever it is they're looking towards you right and if you if you remain a rock if you remain a um you know confident if you remain strong for them i think they can then you know kind of like you know take your energy that strong vibe from you and maybe because of that you know they can calm themselves down but i think if you come and you are also stressed you're just adding to the pot right that's It's exactly and you said the word earlier yeah. modeling yeah we have to modeling. model our behavior mm-hmm. and yeah. here's the bottom line a little secret i'll tell you guys i'll tell you sandra a therapist which is technically what i am um it has to be the non anxious presence in the room so let's just say sandra you're coming to see me and you're talking about stress Do you want to see the therapist stressing out with you? Like if you're bawling about something, do you want me to bawl with you? Like crying? Not necessarily. It'll just exacerbate you'll be like, "What's what's what's going on? What why is she so stressed out?" Right. So at, right. what I'm trying to share share to parents is you must be the non-anxious presence. It is a challenge. Hey, I'm not saying it's easy, but if you want to see less reactions in your kids, I would say put it together, hold it together, model that behavior that you want to see. You said it earlier. Mm. I'm going to quote you. And then and then that's what I mean they will be less distressed to talk about their stress. Gosh, there's all these yeah, words, you know. Yeah. That's really <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Yes, um, yes. It's, it's I hard, I totally I totally agree and I think that's the that's one of the things we as parents in terms of resisting the roar, right? Really this is the point when you see your kids are really stressed resist the roar. You know, <laughs> I think that roar. is the bottom line. I love our tagline resist the roar. I mean, we are trying to be yeah, not too much like tiger moms. It is in us, right? We do acknowledge that mm-hmm. when we try hard to work at it. And and I know some parents might be thinking, "Okay, Jeannie Sandra, I need daily tips." So, and that might be further episodes to provide tips because it, it is very dip, dip, depending on your family, how you de-stress or how you manage stress looks very different. There is the typical yeah. yelling, raising voices, right? When you're stressed out, everybody does it. Kids do it, you know, even to their parents. Um, but the point is, I will say, I have some Asian parents and here's some uh educating here. Some Asian parents have said they actually think their kid is like having anger issues. I'm just, you know, being honest here and I'm like, "No, not necessarily. If you're if you think your kid's angry, perhaps you look beyond that. What's the meaning behind their anger?" Well, maybe it's because they're super stressed out because either they're so stressed out about academics or that they can't talk to their parents and then that in turn makes them angry. So I'm trying to bring that up that some, some sometimes the stressful emotions a kid is feeling does come out in 
different emotional forms, right? You know, anger. That's the first thing we see in a lot of kids. And I think parents tend to think, oh, my, my son has an anger issue or my daughter, she just always gets angry. She has problems. Some oh, of it's yeah. puberty. Or just they're, disre- they're being just disrespectful, disrespectful, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, and, and the bottom line is, yeah, sometimes they are. They're teenagers. I do want to bring that up. <laughs> and kids are kids. <laughs> they will tell So we you. need to be a little bit more patient and maybe kind of looking deeper yes. than just the surface level. So ask yourself, where is this coming from? Where is this anger? Or where is this this moodiness um, coming from? It, it, and it, there may be a very hidden stressor. Yeah, that's actually that a perfect question. Where is this coming yeah. from, Mary? You know, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. And it's great to be pointed. And that is a challenge for Asian parents. We were not that pointed in our questions. You know, we're very general. Like, why are you yelling? Instead of saying that, maybe it's so more on this. Yeah. Go ahead. So on this topic, one of the things that I have found uh, very helpful in uh, in de-stressing and really helping my kids now that I, you know, both of them are in in college, is that in high school is allowing them to really foster relationships like friendships mm-hmm. i know that's that's one of the things that you know we as asians you know are always you know, our kids the social part right is not emphasized but i think having friends and really good friends can help de-stress our kids in many different ways because sometimes they cannot come and communicate to us. Oh, exactly right. You're right. When they have good friends to be able to share this, someone to talk to, right? And even when they they are not good at something, you have a friend who's better at something else, who can tutor. I mean, I think a lot of times we as Asians do not appreciate or understand how important it is in terms of having, uh, you know, the bigger circle (laughs) of support. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. And, and to foster that support so that our kids can, because, you know, we, we always think a lot of times we think if our kids study hard enough, they're going to be able to pass something and do well on their own. And really, a lot of times it's about, you know, friends who go, who've already gone through this class and saying, hey, this is a tip for you. You need to, you know, make sure that for this teacher, he likes this part or this is what he's looking for. And so a lot of times it's a lot about um, the friendships. And I I feel like, especially uh, with my sons and daughters who, you know, when they were studying AP exams and they were in these group studies and they had friends, I think for them, having other people going through the same thing, connecting with other people, not being alone all, all the time in their room studying um, and, and just, you know, being a part of a bigger group, I think really did help them de-stress in many different ways. I mean, that's perfect. And I think, yeah, yeah. the kids really do. You're right. You brought up a whole nother thing of social support for kids. I I mean, I, you're right. That that's That's actually their lifeline. And sometimes it actually helps them when they talk to friends. They don't even have to talk to their parents. That I mean, that sounds bad, but I mean, sometimes by the time it gets to the parent, the kid was able to work it out. Your child was able to work it out with their friends, whatever it is, and then they felt so much better. So I love that you brought that up because um, you do see that in college, even especially in college too. I see that with my daughter, right? Just being able to relate to other kids, how stressful it is um, if you're in the same major and studying together. And that's a huge part of a brain development just it, it's great for the brain to be building those relationships so think of that as well but i was going to say overall our call to action 
I mean, we, we threw a lot out there. This is heavy topic, right? De-stress, not distress. Um, so I think my, I want to share my main call to action is twofold. Number one, parents, um, as Sandra shared, make sure you're modeling the behavior, you know, when it comes to stress, what you want to show your kids. It's not effective for you to go right in when you're extremely stressed out to, to address your kid about something they did or something that's stressing both of you, if that makes sense. Um, you have to, and you actually said something awesome, Sandra, about kids going to friends. Well, you as an adult, who is your support? It might be your spouse, right? That's usually the first thing when you're parenting together, um, your partner, whoever that is. I would also suggest the same thing, that we ourselves have that support, right? to talk things through and go, yeah, did I, did I kind of fly off the handle right there? All right. I have to make sure that I don't go to, you know, John and flip out on him because I'm, I am stressed out about whatever, if that makes sense. And then go to, then go to your child and then you're able to be much more effective after you've kept yourself in, you know, you're accounting or holding yourself accountable. Then you can get your, go to your child and go deeper. Like you said, find the meaning of why they slammed the door in your face or why they just yelled at you. Um, you know, maybe even bring up the pimples, you know, I, I, that was a little funny note, but maybe it's like, you know, I know, I know that you have this big, big exam. I, I do know that I'm seeing that on your face, you know, maybe not talk about all the pimples, <laughs> but no, I, I, I bet right. you, you see it on their face. Right. So that's my call to action twofold right. to have those conversations. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think, um, it all, um, boils down for me is that the key to really helping your your child or your children de-stress is to be able to build a good support network for them Mm -hmm. and that's the the first is it has to come from the home inside the home and that starts with you right being the person who they know they can come to right who have who who will always have their back right who will stay calm and not be judgmental hopefully right (laughs) and 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 know that that's that's you know they can come to you because they they have you and regardless and I think you know I know this is such an an American phrase or a western phrase that unconditional love at the end of the day right you will still love them and I think um, you as a parent have have to have to do that right I I love that so so, so I think start with a home and then one of the things we definitely can do better is allow our kids the opportunity and to foster those re- for our kids to foster the relationships, the good relationships that will help them in terms of having really good friends, being around people, having that social interaction with others. I think when we allow our kids to do that a lot more, they know they're not you know, they're, they're, they're just not by themselves. That's There's right. There's a whole group and everybody's cheering and rooting for them. And I think if we can do that and help our kids and build that kind of support group uh, for our kids, um, that's one of the best things we can do to that, help our kids handle stress. That's right. Uh, I mean, that's, you, you just set it up pretty much exactly what we should, you know, end it on, <laughs> end <laughs> it on. But, but everybody just, if you have any feedback for us, especially on this topic, please email us at raising Asian teens at gmail.com. We're always here. We'd love to hear feedback and, um, and, and just a reminder, de-stress, not distress. 
And until That's next right. time, so we're we're <laughs> gonna try very hard not to add any additional stress. Exactly. To our exactly. Kids, so right? how do we do that? Resist the roar. We resist the roar. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.